This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at Messy.fm. What's up, guys, and welcome to the Shipping and Tell Us podcast. I'm your host, Ariana, and this is the Millennials Unfiltered No BS Guide to All the Crap Our Parents Didn't Prepare Us For. Are you ready? What's up, you guys? Okay, happy Saturday. Well, I, like I said on my stories the past few days, have been considering where I want to go with this podcast from here. So like I said, I do have a plan for that, but I wanted to give you guys a fun little bonus episode to make you laugh because we've all got them and doesn't matter where they come from. I guarantee you, if you think hard enough, you'll realize that you have one too. So the idea for this episode came from a comment from my best friend the other day who (laughs) we have a funny little saying in our business called follow-up Friday um, where, you know, you check in with people who are interested in ordering and stuff like that. Um, But I, she said, we were talking about like this person that continues to check in on me and she goes, yep, it's stock RE Saturday. So I wanted to talk about stalkers. We've all got them. Let's talk about where they're from. So let's see. For my best friend, weirdly enough, her dad is probably her biggest stalker. Like full-blown, like Facebook creeping, creeping around town, like just an oddball, okay? But for some people, it could be like people you went to high school with or an ex-relationship or person you used to be friends with that you're not anymore. Like that weird creepy dude on the internet who just like won't leave you alone and always tries to slide into your DMs. Like I want to talk about those people because I've got two funny circumstances where actually probably three if I'm being honest and like (laughs) I'm not trying to sound conceited or all like at all like that's I'm not that full of myself believe me but I do think it's funny how some people always find a way to like creep back into your life like and it always seems to happen after you have some major change like maybe you bought a house maybe you are newly single maybe you got a promotion in your job maybe you're pregnant like whatever it is people will find a reason to creep on your shit and just like check in and see like how you're doing newsflash it's probably because they're checking in to make sure you're not doing better than them but other times it's just because they genuinely I don't know. Either they just, some people I think they like to like get under your skin and be like, oh, she'll get this notification. She'll see that I was looking at her stuff. Like, and other times I feel like they just genuinely do not get it and don't know when to quit. So that being said, I want to talk about a couple examples from my life. So obviously people I went to high school with, I'm not friends with anymore. And that's kind of like for my own personal reasons. Um, I don't hate them. Like I, there's a small handful of people I actually hate in this world. And it has a very valid reason for that. But like people I had fights with in high school, like I really don't care like what you're doing. Just like, you're not the type of energy that I want in my life. So uh, no, I'm not really going to interact with you when you try and creep back in. Um, but I've noticed that like a lot of people from my high school will check in, like, and just start following me or liking my stuff or watching my stories and stuff like that. Like, right after I had Jaylee and, like, people found out, oh, my gosh, she had a baby. Like, 
everyone started like watching my stuff. I'm like, oh, now you're interested? Now that like my life is different from when I knew you? Like, why are you checking in on me now? You didn't like me then, you don't like me now. Like, please back off. So that's funny because like girls will be girls. Like I just like chalk it up to petty catty drama um, of like girls checking in to like see what you're doing or to just bother you or maybe they want to talk shit, whatever. Let it be. Like let them do what they want to do. It really doesn't bother me. Um, (laughs) And then there's ones like past relationships where like, and I know I will be the first to admit I am guilty of this. I have checked in on my exes months, years after we broke up and just like creeps sort of stuff to see what they're doing. But I don't go back and try and make the conversation and let them know that I'm there. Like, I don't like people to know when I'm creeping on them. <laughs> like, unless it's like somebody that like I genuinely think is cool. But if I'm creeping on somebody that I have no interest in talking to, I'm not going to let them know that I was creeping, first of all. So if you're creeping on somebody and you're purposely letting them know that you're creeping, you're asking for a conversation. Just know that. I'm going to leave it at that. (laughs) So like I said, I've done this before. I'm totally guilty of it. We all are. I guarantee you. Um, So I have this one ex and I wouldn't even call him an ex because we're like talking like less than 90 days. You don't exist in my book. Um, But anyways, this person always finds the need to like check in on my life. Like we hadn't spoken in like a year since we stopped talking. And like he texted me probably like six, eight months ago and was like, hey, like, I just want to tell you something like, oh, God, what? Like, what do you what could you possibly have to say to me? And he was just like, wow, you really hate me that much. I was like, no. But, like, you're texting me at 6.30 in the morning. What do you want? Like, and he was like, well, I just think that I kind of, like, messed up, like, letting you go. I was like, yeah, I walked away because you are not what I want in my life. So I'm doing great if that's what you're wondering. If you're saying, if you're hoping that I'm going to tell you I miss you too, I don't. So I got to go. That was the end of that or so I thought. And literally this kid, like, I swear to God, is the definition of follow-up Friday. Every month or two will go through my Instagram and, like, literally just, like, click, like, like a couple pictures, just, like, random ones. Or he'll watch all my stories for a couple days and then he'll disappear. And, like, it's like he literally has a reminder set in his phone and it's like, oh, time to stalk Ari. (laughs) Time to do my monthly check-in and see what Ari's up to. Like, guys, it's not cute. It's fucking weird and it's fucking annoying. And if you're wondering how I'm doing, I'm doing absolutely fantastic. Thanks for asking. Keep it moving. <laughs> like, and I'm not trying to sound like a bitch at all, but like, I don't know how to make it any more obvious that I don't want you near my life. Like, and I know that you guys have people like that. Like, but this is where I really want to get into it. So <laughs> enough about that one. We're going to talk about the definition of the biggest stalker situation I have ever encountered in my entire life. And I almost kind of hope that this person listens to this episode so that they finally know, like, enough is enough. But, um, because I don't know how to block people on Apple Music, so here we go. I had this friend for many, many years. Very, very, very good friend. And, like, We knew from the beginning, I made it very clear, like, I am not interested in a relationship with you. I value our friendship, like, literally friend-zoned to the hardest extent. Like, I was just like, listen, like, 
no, do not try. I do not want to have to reject you. Like, I do not want this to be weird. Like, just be my friend and be normal. So I thought that everything was fine. Like, he would... He was, like, my personal cheerleader. And if I'm, like, this is going to sound so offensive, but, like, he was one of my girlfriends almost, like, to the point where, like, I trusted him like I would trust a girlfriend not to ever take advantage of me. Like, he was a good, the definition of a good guy friend. But obviously, like, me knowing him and knowing just what, I don't know. Long story short, is one of those people where you know deep down they have a crush on you. And I would always make it very clear, like, I want nothing to do with that. He was my friend while I was in a relationship. Like, he was a good friend. Then, like, we've, okay, so we've had breaks in this friendship where he starts to get a little bit emotional and attached. And I'm like, listen, like, I have a real boyfriend. I don't need this type of, like, a clinginess. Like, I'm so far from, like, a clingy person. Like, yes, I love like, affection and, like, cuteness and stuff like that, but when you're literally being so clingy and, like, relying on me, that is, like, the most annoying thing in the world to me. I am not a codependent person. Like, I don't rely on anyone else to make me happy, so you should not be relying on me to make you happy because I am my own person and I have my own shit to deal with and I have my own things to worry about. I don't need to worry about what's going on and why you feel like I am the only reason that you're content right now because that's not how a friendship should work. A friendship should be very mutual and like a give and take friendship. Like you don't, I don't need any of my friends. Like I love my friends and I'm choosing to be in a relationship, like a friendship relationship with these people because we have a mutual friendship. Like we're very equal. We both bring something to the table to contribute to the growth of our friendship and our relationship and stuff like that. Like, it's not something where, like, I shouldn't feel like, (laughs) I don't know. Like, now I'm kind of just talking about this specifically, but that's not what I want to get into. So long story short, I have taken multiple breaks from our friendship where I'm like, listen, I need to take a step back. I need a little bit of space. This is getting, like, too much for me to handle. If if, I'm going to tell you right now, if a friendship is ever draining to you and you by the end of the time that you're done hanging out with them you just feel like drained and exhausted and like you don't like have it in you to keep going like obviously not that bad but like you know what I'm talking about those friends where they're just kind of energy suckers and to the point where it's like not even about how you feel anymore because everything has to be about them and like they're taking your good energy and using it to make themselves feel better. And by the time you're done, you're drained. Like, so that was kind of where I came to. And I, we took a couple breaks. And like, in this last time that we were friends, finally, like a couple months back, I was like, listen, I need space. This is becoming too much in my life. Like, I have too many other things going on right now. I can't, like, stress over why you are going through this when I don't know how to help you. There's some things only a therapist can help with. And I'm saying that because I love my therapist. I have been through enough therapy to know that like no person, unless they have a license to do so, can help you with your problems. Like, yes, they can help in like moral support and stuff like that. But unless you get a freaking therapist and get to the root of your goddamn issues that's making you feel so 
unsettled and uncontent in your life, like no other person is going to do it. No friendship, no relationship, no, like, I don't care. No other person in the world can ever make you happy the way that you can make you happy. And I know I've said that a million times and I will take that to my grave because that has been a large, a hard lesson, a large, <laughs> a hard lesson for me to learn. Like, I'm not good at being single. I'll tell you that right now. And I always thought that as like being single and being alone, like I hated it. Like I like having that mutual, like that other person to share time with, but I don't, I've come to realize I don't depend on a relationship. Like I enjoy being in a relationship, but now like I have grown and been so much more independent, completely alone and seen so much more like growth and happiness in my life being alone than I have ever in a relationship. Um, so that's another side thing. But anyway, so let me get back to the story. We had this incident a while back and like, I thought it was just him being a good friend where like me and my girlfriend were out drinking and we were actually at the Celtics game and my friend thought that we were going to be too drunk to make it home or something like that. And I was like, I know how to get home from Boston. Like we're taking the train. We have this all figured out. Don't worry. All of a sudden, I must have been a little bit more drunk than I thought I was because all of a sudden I looked out at my phone and I had 30 something missed calls and like 80 text messages. And I was like, oh my God, like what is going on? And finally I picked up the phone and he's like, I'm here, come outside. I'm like, the game's not even over. What are you talking about? And I'm sure you can hear me in like my drug voice. I'm like, what do you mean? Um, And my friend freaking picks up the phone. She's like, we're not coming. Go home. Goodbye. Yeah. (laughs) long story short we called it uber home um so anyways that was super like I was just like okay like whatever like he was trying to be nice but that's like weird like I didn't ask you to come pick us up and then so a couple months later or it was like a little bit later I was just like it kept getting like worse like the neediness and like I have to talk to you I need can you hang out with me Blah, blah 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 like And finally, I was just like, listen, I need space. I need to just take some time, step back, like, from our friendship and see if this is something that I have time for in my life because I'm going through a lot in my personal life and so on and so forth. And he got obviously very upset. And I, he didn't text me, didn't, like, he would Snapchat me and stuff like that. And I was just like, okay, like, he's obviously upset. Like, it's fine. And just kind of did what I did. And then one night... I was out to dinner and I got a call from him saying that he is at my house. And I was like, what the fuck? It is 1030 at night and I'm out to dinner like up near Boston. And I was like, where, why are you at my house? And he was like, can you come outside? I need to give you something. I'm like, I'm not even home. And he was like, oh, I just saw you pulling in the driveway. I'm sorry, I'm leaving. Which I'm guessing, I don't know who the fuck was pulling in my driveway at 1030 at night because it wasn't me. And he was like, I'll just leave it on the porch. And so the next day I get home and I literally, like, I walked inside and I thought it was from my mom. I had just had, like, a rough week. I thought she was being super sweet. And I was like, oh, mom. And then I literally sat there and, like, my whole face just dropped. And I was like, oh, my God. This is what he left. This is it. Long story short, it was a bouquet of flowers and a note basically saying that he hopes I'm doing well and everything's great and yada, yada, yada. 
And so I texted him and I was like, why the heck would you do that? And he was like, because like, I know how much you love flowers and blah, 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 which ideally would be super sweet coming from a boyfriend, not a friend. Like none of my friends have ever bought me flowers, maybe for my birthday or whatever, Mother's Day, but I buy myself flowers because I like them. They make me happy. And if my boyfriend, well, yeah, isn't gonna buy me flowers, then, like, I'm gonna buy them for myself. Not that a boyfriend wouldn't buy me flowers, but um, I just, I love them. And I buy myself flowers all the time. It's just, like, I go to the grocery store, I buy a bouquet of flowers. That's just how it goes. So he left the flowers and I told him, I was like, listen, that's not something a friend would do, especially when we're not really talking right now. And please don't ever show up at my house at 1030 at night uninvited. Because first of all, that's crossing a line. So I text, I told him, I was like, honestly, like, I need you to please stop contacting me. This is kind of uncomfortable. And that really kind of like pissed me off. So he started freaking out and blah, 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 blah. Long story short, blocked him on everything. This kid... I don't know how. Well, first of all, he mailed me a handwritten letter after he figured out he was blocked. And then God only knows how, but he got my email address. What? Is this 2008? Like, why the fuck are you emailing me? Like, sliding into somebody's DMs, that's one thing. Sliding into somebody's Yahoo inbox, Jesus Christ. Lord send help. Like, I don't even know what to do at this way. Oh, and then it gets better. So this is actually pretty funny. I was making a joke the other day. I was like, I could probably start a savings account or a separate savings account just by this. Like, guys, he has been not technically Venmo because I do. I have another like, it's a Venmo type thing. But he has been sending me money to try and get me to pick up the phone. (laughs) Like, okay, buddy, I don't know how to block you on this. So I'm just gonna just let it sit there. (laughs) Is that bad? Actually, I sent one of it to my friend and I was like, here, go get us coffees or something like that. But honestly, guys, like, what the fuck? How do I make this stop? Like, Like, do I have to mail him something? I don't even know his goddamn address. Like, I'm gonna mail him a letter in the mail that says, please stop. No, people have told me like, okay, you could do a restraining orders, but like he's, he was my friend at one point. I feel like that's kind of like fucked up to do a restraining order. But anyways, this got way in detail. So if he listens, he's probably going to be pretty upset. But I hope that you know, and I hope everyone knows out there, if you are the person that is stalking somebody's Instagram or stalking their life, please know that that is not like cool. If you're going to do it, don't let us know because it's kind of uncomfortable and people deserve their space. Okay. Like if they have done enough to put distance between you and them, stop. Respect people's space, please. Like (laughs) I swear to God, like when I was younger, stalkers were just like, haha, jokingly, you got a stalker. And then now in real life, I'm like, wow, they actually fucking exist this is it. Like, oh God, do I have to deal with this for the rest of my life? Am I going to have to move and change my phone number? No, I'm just kidding. It's not that extreme. But for all of you out there who has a person like this in their life who just won't quit, 
please know that <laughs> it's not you. It's them being creepy. Um, but anyways, okay. I hope this made you laugh a little bit because I'm trying to make light of the situation that like really irks the fuck out of me. So anyways, I'm going to let you guys go and I'm going to, like I said, this is going to be basically the wrap up for this season. I will do one more episode along with this kind of just explaining why my reasoning behind this is and so on and so forth. So I hope you guys are excited. The next season is going to be a lot more intense and if you stuck with me this long, I really appreciate it. If you're not really wanting to listen to the nitty gritty and like hear all of my story, then definitely like I no hard feelings if you want to just stop listening to this podcast and move it along. But like literally, I don't care either way. But for those of you who are supporting and are looking forward to hearing this, I'm bringing some real real to you. So I'm hoping that you stick around and hear the shitstorm of the Shit They Didn't Tell Us podcast. So I hope you guys are excited because I have a lot of good content that I'm ready to pump out to you. And with this being a busy month, I'm going to pre-do them so that you can get a new episode every week. And yeah, I'm just so pumped to see where this is going to go. So thank you guys so much for being here throughout this first season and I'm excited to see what's to come. All right, later guys.